Welcome back to The Right Angle. It is two weeks past, well, it's uh, 10 days past the election. G-Man, does it feel like it was like yesterday or a year ago? Um, I think it, in, in a way it does feel like it was a long time ago. And in another way, it's still happening because it is. <laughs> they're, yeah, still, I, they're still counting votes. So when we were talking last week, Carrie Lake was behind, but very confident, supremely confident that she was going to pass and win. And now they've called it for what's her face. Do you think she will get any sort of recount or, I mean, realistically, given the history of how poorly those things have come out? Do you think, I guess, A, do you think she'll get a recount? B, do you think she'll win? And C, will politics continue to be in her future if she doesn't win? A, uh, she will win if they redo it. They have mentioned the fact that in 2020, the counts and everything was all messed up in that area because of this specific person that she was running against. I do not know for the love of God why she allowed her to do the counting when she was running against her. That That's the most absurd thing. I mean, that's the only stupid thing I've ever heard Carrie Lake do. I, I do believe that they do need to have a recount in both the Senate and governor elections in Arizona because I do believe both of the Republicans won those those seats. It so. is suspicious because I think we may have talked about this last week or maybe we thought about it. The treasurer who is Republican won fairly handily by three or four points, I think. And obviously people do split their tickets, but it's odd that you would really go be gung-ho for a treasurer and then less so for a governor and then even less so for a senator. It just doesn't make common sense. And, and that's why I believe that there was fudging with the ballots. I, uh, again, I, I guess it was proven in the 2020 election and nothing was done about it. Yep. I, I hope that she pushes this and allows it to be done again. I don't know why it wouldn't be a good thing to at least do it one more time. And, I, I, you know, I, I suppose what's going to happen is, is that she'll crush her if they have people that are actually counting the votes and then they're going to go, oh, now we need another election to see if this do-nothing person can win again. She really is a zero. She reminds me of somebody that, you know, is just not real popular in high school and is kind of mousy. And uh, she just doesn't, she doesn't carry the effect that Carrie Lake does. And as far as that goes, uh, Masters, I think he's, he, they need fresh blood in there because they're, uh, their borders hemorrhaging people yeah. down there. So um, I, I, I hope they do. I thought they were going to do that. Yeah, I haven't heard. I know that I, I just read a little blurb that she was exploring the best way to legally challenge it and whatever. I don't even know if they're done officially counting. And I, I guess even though the Republicans have won the House officially, there's probably still three or four or five races open. I they definitely didn't win. I mean, it sounds like they've got 218 for sure and maybe 219 or 220, but just a slim majority. 
Well, at least they have the majority, and at least that puke ball Pelosi's out of there now. Yeah. And I'm so sick and tired of looking at her, uh, you know, surgically repaired face whenever she comes on there that I'm just, you know, I'm done with her. She's She was nothing but toxic for the country there. And I hope they go after um, her husband for, you know, the things that he's done and the things he's lied about and the inside trading that they've done. Stop and think, just as a sidebar here, all of these people like Pelosi, Schumer, all these people that become millionaires when they're in office, how does that happen? Yeah, that answer, unfortunately, is apparent. And even when they supposedly pass some legislation to stop that insider trading, which is basically what it is, it always either has loopholes or is a half measure or something they i don't know why enough of them can't have the courage to realize that hey it's probably not a great idea that we trade stocks when we're having hearings on these companies and all that kind of stuff yeah i don't unless they have dirt on everybody yeah that's in the you know house or senate that that does that a little bit here and there Uh, i i don't know why they don't go after them now they signed that contract yeah. Said that if they if they took hold of the house, they're going to go after them. The 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 uh, congressional people better not stop them, because if they're coming after them and they want answers for stuff that has harmed America, they'd better come forward with it. I, I'm tired of this crap with them pushing stuff under the under the rug. Both of them, as far as that goes. Well, they did they did announce today that they're launching an investigation into the uh, Leiden's connections with the Russians via <laughs> or Russia, I guess Russians, Chinese, Ukrainians via hunters, wheelings and dealings. And I don't know how they supposedly have some new evidence, new whistleblowers beyond that. What's his name who talked a couple of years Bobolinsky. ago? Yeah. I yeah, just they, don't trust that name, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they do have another guy that was that was in business with him, that was doing stuff with Haydn and Leiden, and uh, you know, and the drug boy. And if they've got two people that are saying, we've got, you know, we've got videotape or we've got um, tape of them talking about doing these dealings and stuff. W- why aren't they going after him? I don't care if he's a if he's a president. I, I wouldn't care if it was if it was a Republican. I think they should be they should be brought up on charges and they should be impeached and thrown out of uh, office for that. Yep. Well, we'll see. They. Uh, I don't know how, how does that work in Congress. As soon as they're, I mean, do the new members are they? They can't already be in yet, but apparently the leadership changes literally as soon as they know who has the majority. I guess I never really thought about that. I thought it was January 1st or whatever they got sworn in. But It sounds like uh, McCarthy's um, starting right now with, yeah. you know, doing things of whatever he's going to do. Now, Ron Johnson, uh, you know, a couple of those guys like that, they're frothing at the bit to, yeah. to go after those people, and they'd better do it. Yep. They'd better do it. Again, they signed a contract stating that they're going to right all of these wrongs that have been happening there. And they're also going to go after, I guess, 
the uh, FBI and CIA too, because they were weaponized politically. And I hope they do that too, and they throw all of them out. Yeah, they were talking today about, and I think it was the Megyn Kelly show about the new revelations of how much the FBI was involved in the, like had inside people in the Proud Boys and the, who's the other one, the uh, uh, the Oath Keepers or something around the January 6th that just like oh, with that yeah. witless lady and that supposed kidnapping, it's like they get them in there because they think they might do something. It's just like if you have a bunch of kind of nerdy people in high school and you want them to do something, they're not going to do it unless they get someone in there stirring the pot and getting the swarm of bees. Otherwise, they're just going to talk and really not do a whole lot. You, you talk about that witless lady and uh, her, that was faked. It's been proven that she lied about wanting to be kidnapped. And what's going to happen with her? I, I, I think she should be, you know, I, I don't know if you impeach a governor, uh, but but kick her out. I, I don't yep. think she won anyway. Um, I can't believe that people in Michigan, with all of the businesses that she destroyed, voted for her again. Yeah, I, I am more and more convinced that they sort of, the the Democrats basically know how many votes they need and then between ballot harvesting and, well, it's mostly ballot harvesting, I think, where they just, they send out a bunch of ballots to the old folks home or to, you know, whatever. And then they just go and basically say, oh, well, here, let me help Let me help you vote. Sign your name down there. I'll take it from here. Here's five bucks for your troubles. <laughs> and so between that and, and strange irregularities that happen at the polls always in their favor. But I think it, it is largely, it's not, I mean, it is get out the vote, but it's not like a Republican, you know, inform the electorate and get them to the polls and everything. I think it's just find the strongholds for the the liberals and, and the people probably, you know, they not necessarily are flaming leftists. They just don't know any better and they're just do as they're told or they put their name on the ballot and then they have someone help them fill it out and they say, oh, well, you, you need a lot of handouts, don't you? You're Remember that money you got last time? And you're not going to get that if the Republicans get in. And I think they get a lot of votes that way. I think they do, too. I think that this particular election and the one in 2020 uh, were two elections where people were fed up with the crap that was going on in politics on the left and voted right and they just simply didn't count them. They, again, they have video evidence of them dumping ballots. Of, and I'm assuming they're, they're Republican and um, not counting them or throwing them away or doing whatever they have to do. I do not believe the American people have enjoyed the way America has been run by uh, Pillface and Schumer and you know, all of those people for the last three, four years. It's, yep. it's, it's horrific. Plus, you know, they were talking today on a, on a news thing. That I, only, I only listened to it like 10 minutes before I vomit. But they were talking about the fact that nothing has been brought up about the fact that everything they did, every single thing they did for the fake demic was wrong. Every single thing 
was wrong. But nothing's brought up about that. Nothing's, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I ruined your life. I'm sorry. You know, again, graduations, funerals, um, all that stuff that people couldn't attend because, you know, they're sheep. They were following what they thought was right, but I don't know. When you think that Trump, at least for the votes that were counted for him, got, I don't know, 8 million more in 2020 than he did in 2016, and Biden supposedly got whatever, 5 or 6 million more than he did, there's absolutely no chance in the world that that many people went to the polls to vote. I Again, they, know, they knew based on 2016 they would need a whole bunch of votes, and so they get the fake demic, they get they send out ballots, they do this, they do that. And because it's it's proven that on election day, people that show up at the polls are probably at least 60, 40 Republican, if not 65, 35. Right. Exactly. And and they probably planned it from uh from the day they found out that he won, which stunned them, you know, with with uh Hillary there. And from that day on, I'm sure that they, of course, you know, with Comey, you know, and talking to him about, uh, you know, all the stuff he did, the peeing in the bed and all that stuff. It was from day one. And again, that's another thing that I don't get. Every single thing that they went after him with, n- none of it panned out. None of it panned out. And then here, here's this communist, uh, Haydn, that's now in office that they haven't even touched yet. Yeah, yet hopefully is a key word there. We'll we'll see. So what do you, obviously Trump has uh, announced that he's running again, which probably surprises no one. But, and you can already tell people breaking one way or the other for, you know, the generic candidate or for DeSantis or for Trump or whatever. But do you think it would help him? Because I don't think it would hurt him with his base at all if he said when the fake demic started, you know, we didn't know what to do. We had this vaccine. We thought it was going to work. But in retrospect, I shouldn't have fast-tracked it. Or maybe he still should have. But the main thing he needs to say is, I should have fired Fauci. He just needs to take some ownership and say he made a mistake, because that's not going to hurt him with his base, because a lot of his base, like maybe you and I, would not think any less of them. And a lot of them really, really are not sold on the vaccine, obviously, and realize what a terrible thing it was. But I just don't know that he has it in him to eat a little humble pie, even though I think it would help him in the long run. Well, and I don't know who would tell him to eat it either. <laughs> That's the problem. Exactly. I I think what he's thinking is he did the best he could. I do know that he also looks in the rearview mirror and sees that Farchi is a, is a total waste of breath, and he's another person that they need to go after. And, and I, I firmly believe he needs to go to jail because uh, there's some underpinnings to him that, that are, are very, very bad. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely one bad thing about GOP not getting the Senate because Rand Paul and Ted Cruz would have gone after him with a big bullseye on his back. And I guess the House can too, but I know Rand Paul, <laughs> from the exchanges that he's had with Farchi, he does not like the man too much. So, No, he doesn't. You know, and I, I got to believe, I think it's starting to slowly, slowly turn. I, I see that the even the media is kind of, you know, nudging Haydn as far as 
things he says and does more so than they did before. I, I, I have to feel that the other half, the Congress, has to go along with some of this stuff. Because, I mean, why would they protect Farchi if, uh, if for no other reason than, I don't know what they'd owe him for, yeah. for protecting him or whatever. I mean, feed him to the lions. Uh, he did wrong. Uh, he knows it. And he needs to pay for it. He really does. He made millions off of everyone's misery. I haven't heard much from him lately, fortunately, but I guess he still plans to retire or whatever he, whatever vernacular he uses at the first of the year or something. But that's no reason they still can't drag him up on charges. And if you you just know if you pulled the curtain behind, like the Wizard of Oz, you you look behind the curtain, you would find all kinds of transactions and dealings and I mean the just the few emails that they found that are just so incriminating but I guess we'll have to wait and see yeah it's it's to the point where they know they they, they think they can do anything uh, no matter what it is and you know not have to pay for it because they have been able to do that all the way up till now I think the American people, and and I also firmly believe that some of those uh, congressional seats were stolen, too. And yeah, um, it's very possible. Yeah, it's 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 incredibly possible, and they they'd better wake up and they'd better start, um, you know, pointing fingers at the right people, or there could be real serious trouble down the road. Yeah. So well. One one more thing while we're on this topic, then we can we can move on if you so choose. But obviously, when it comes to Trump in twenty four, and then the other name, of course, DeSantis, and I know people are I'm sure are already pushing him to run, et cetera, et cetera. But what do you think about the train of thought that if he maybe he and Trump get together, and I don't think he would ever be Trump's VP, but if he, DeSantis says, look, I'm not going to run, and then you think about it from his perspective, if Trump won in 24, he can just serve four years because obviously he's already served four. If he loses, and I don't know who would win, I don't know if Biden would win or someone else, then it's going to be totally clear in 28 for DeSantis to run against someone new. So either way, he seems like he would have very good ground to run on because he would get four more years and then he'd be reelected. So he would have spent 10 years being governor of Florida and certainly have a very clear path to the White House in 28. That's that's one theory that I've been thinking of. As of right now, I don't know. It's going to be tough if they both run uh, because I don't know if I would... A lot of people I talk to, not a lot, but five or six people I've talked to have said, you know, they're tired of the Trump derangement syndrome, you know, and and they would rather have him not run because of that. I know that they would vote for him if, you know, everyone else was wiped away except him. But I I think everyone is, you know, getting tired of the fact that, you know, they went after him for four solid years. They They couldn't do that again. I'm sure uh, they, they don't have anything left. They've wrung them dry and uh, and haven't come up with anything. So 
I, I don't know. I don't I would don't really want to see DeSantis run in 24. I'd rather just see him stay put and you know enjoy life down there with his with his wife and yeah and, and kid and all that stuff. So um, too too much dirt when you get up into that position. I think right. So all right. Well, we uh, well, plenty of time. Plenty of time to talk about it in the meantime. I, I heard today, did you hear about the San Francisco has, yes. I guess they passed something. Tell the folks out there who haven't heard about it. About the uh, $1,200 for transgender people? Yeah. Yeah. The, to get them off of, uh, I, I don't know what, what they think $1,200 for transgender people on the streets is going to do in San Francisco. Uh, you can't rent an apartment for $1,200. You can't rent an apartment for three times that money in San Francisco. Uh, but they're going to give transgender people, you know, that $1,200 per month to try to get them off of the streets. Is that, I didn't even hear the purpose. All I heard was 1200 a month for 18 months. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. I don't know if it's like the first thousand first ten thousand if there's no cap on it very very strange and of course they're i think they're giving preference to well i i i don't know it's like if you were indigenous trans i don't know if you'd be a man or a woman i I don't it's just so bizarre i don't know how you would give preference to anyone well it's transgender Um, It says San Francisco has opened applications for a program that will provide guaranteed income to the city's transgender community as a way to address poverty. So there's a lot of trans people that apparently they're homeless or. Yeah, I guess they spend all their money on puberty puberty (laughs) blockers or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I've I've lived in San Francisco for for quite a while at different times. Um, no, I'm not gay, and uh, I while I was there, the cost of living, I think, I think at the time I was there was not, was the largest cost of living in the United States of America, including Man. Hawaii. And so when they're saying that they're going to give these people 1200 a month, I know exactly what's going to happen. They're going to go in and they're going to get the rest of their anatomy removed or attached, you know, because they're transgender or whatever. Right. And then they're going to go out and then they're going to buy drugs every month with it. Alcohol, you know, dr- you know, street drugs or whatever. That's not yeah. going to do. These people, these people are mentally challenged people. You don't give people money like that. You put them in a home and get them away from the people that are productive in society and are trying to make a living without having to walk past that debris when they go to work every day. Uh, I did read that uh, after somehow having a surplus for the last many years, California is going to projected to have about a $25 billion deficit. And with crazy programs like that, it's no surprise. It... Uh, I don't possibly know what good could come of that. You think of, like I said, I don't know how many people they're going to give that money to, but they've got so many more things that they could spend the money on. It's just unbelievable. 
Well, and, and it says here, it says they're, they're, it's open to applications for the program. What, is, what does that mean? That means you go down if you're, if you're all butchered up because you're a transgender, and, and you go down there and you prove that you're a transgender, and okay, all right, yeah, you can sign here, and we'll give you 1200 a month. For what? For what? You, can, you might be able to buy groceries, but that's it. I, 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 I don't know what's happening to people in California. What would you say, $20 billion? They'll be in yep, debt? Yeah, $25 I thought, billion. I thought they were like five times that right now. Yeah, apparently they've they've actually had a surplus for the last few years. I don't know how. I, I imagine the deficit has at least something to do with all the companies and people leaving the, the state. The, oh, yeah, they, you mean they've had a deficit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you mean like when uh, that Congress lady said we don't need Elon Musk, and he said, I don't need you either, okay. <laughs> and he left? I know. I, oh, I, I yeah. wonder where they buried her. <laughs> the Babylon Bee had a headline that said U-Haul builds bullet train from California to Texas. <laughs> uh, and and now with that, you know it's going to happen because whenever they say stuff like that, it, it winds up happening. Yeah, really. It, it's it, it's such a it, it it is so messed up that you know they they had those buildings in San Francisco that were worth, you know, millions of dollars that they were going to house these people in. They didn't get rid of any of them. You get you get the people into those buildings that were on the street and then that just makes more room for more street people. Yeah. That's all there is to it. Oh, it is hard to believe that they they keep voting those people in. It's a good old definition of insanity, but oh well. Glad uh glad I'm not a California guy. Yeah, that we're paying those taxes for that. It, it seems to me that that would have to be voted on. I mean, maybe not, but but I would certainly think that they would want to ask the people if they're willing to give up their taxpayer money for, you know, dregs of life. I, one other note before we leave. Uh, yesterday I was in a room of eight or nine, ten people, doing something and it would be a crowd which I would assume would be heavily to all liberal, not necessarily leftists, but liberal. And one of them that obviously was, she said, oh, did you guys hear that Trump is officially running again? Expecting everyone to go, oh my gosh. And literally half the room was like, yeah, I can't wait for $2 a gallon gas again. So that was very surprising. What, what what did she do after they said she that? she said I shouldn't have brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, at, at least it is starting, like I say, to turn because because normally she probably would have been screaming them down, saying, "What are you talking about? He's a racist, homophobe, you know, billionaire that that you know." Oh, excuse me. So is Soros, who's trying to ruin America, but. Um, and no f f x t that yes guy that the bitcoin wow wow yeah. yep they I, i'll tell you that's another thing i i heard today also in my 10 minutes um i'm very selective on what i listen to by the way <laughs> uh, i did see the fx or ftx or whatever it is on the screen and so i turned it up and they said that they're they're getting uh 
they're cooperating with the, the Bahamian authorities to extradite him back to the U.S. So if they're doing that, then I'm assuming they're going to go after him for something like that. And we'll see how much that pig squeals when they bring him back here as far as what went on and who got what money that he, that he contributed. What did he, he, $400, $400 million, million or something? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, you wonder if how, I guess not if, but how much that's going to set back the whole Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. And if it's a just a little bump in the road or if it's a large bump or exactly what? The guy that, that was quoted in that little blurb was the guy that who's the Madow guy or, or who is that? Oh, Bernie yeah. Madow. Yeah. Madow. He said this dwarfs that. Wow. So apparently uh, this this guy, this teenager, whoever he was that did it, the 30-year-old, um, is in heat big trouble because he squandered hundreds of millions of dollars uh, and has nothing. He said, the guy said there was no, he said it was like uh, school kids running a corporation. Yeah. Uh, he His girlfriend was was in charge of something and she was literally didn't know how to do anything it didn't sound like but they had a little little clip of her talking into a microphone to something and again i thought oh this person is you know anywhere near a billion dollar corporation doing what she's doing i mean she sounded like a high schooler somebody has to be brought to justice that's big because yep. it has to stop, and and everybody's just been running roughshod over, you know, morals and laws and everything that's supposed to keep society glued together. It's just trashing it. Maybe yeah, that it would be nice to see him do a little, do a little jail time. Well, he's also connected. His parents are connected somehow with the Democratic Party. Oh, yeah. I, I saw Clinton, a uh, picture of Clinton, and just I'm sure that anything that has to do with the dummy crutch, you know that Hillary and or Hillary and Billary are involved in that. I don't know about Obama. He's for I forgot someone was talking about uh, they were talking about Michelle Obama and her wife. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who wears, at least who originally wore the boots in that family, but she's about as masculine a person as you'd like to see. Yeah, I don't I don't know if I'd want to be trying to take her down in an alley at no. any time. She's, yeah, she's, she's a different breed, I'll tell you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, is that racist? <laughs> I don't know. Tough. <laughs> exactly oh man well what's what do you got on the hit list i don't have a lot of stuff that doesn't have to do with my my dread of how the election got stolen or anything like that i just got i have some again some more random thoughts i was going into a uh into a bookstore last week and i walked in and i don't know why but i just looked to my right and there on a couch was a young woman breastfeeding her her baby 
with okay. no towel or anything over oh. over the baby or anything like that. And I thought to myself, you know, I looked and then, you know, when you, when they're like that and you go, oh, you know, it's like, oh, I, I shouldn't be looking at that, you know, which I yeah. shouldn't be, you know, but I did. <laughs> and she's there for all to see. What, what are your thoughts on people doing that in public, not covering up or something like that? Yeah, where was I, where I saw someone, a woman, not a person with a, whatever they call it, but yeah, a mother breastfeeding fairly discreetly. I mean, if it's, if it's discreet and you know what she's doing, but you know, it's not immediately apparent or there's not a bunch of skin showing, I think it's perfectly normal, but I don't know why someone would, if a, they don't think there's anything about it or B it's to make a statement that, Hey, I can do whatever I want, but it would be interesting to know in a poll of women how many A would breastfeed in public and then how discreet they would be about it. Yeah, that, that'd be something that I'd be kind of interested in. And again, everybody out there that does it, you know, just a little burnt cloth over the top of the, you know, it won't hurt the baby, you know, and it'll cover you up so that when I accidentally see you doing it, it's not you hanging out all over the place with it like that. It's it's very uncomfortable when you see things like that. Uh, there was a girl that you and I both know that I went over to her house one time and she didn't cover up and her dad was sitting next to her when she was breastfeeding the baby and um, made me incredibly uncomfortable with her father sitting next to her when she did that. And I thought, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? You know, uh, if you know, what is it? I don't know how long it takes to feed a baby. What? 10 minutes. Probably. You know? Yeah. Go in the other room. You know, when you got a room full of people, just, you know, uh, that way it's not, I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll probably get ripped for this, for, for saying you what know, we're doing. Me. Again, I, if you're covered up fine, I'm fine with it. Then when I look, I see a napkin or something over, over the kid's head or a burp cloth, like I say, but, but, but not, not with nothing there. So, so was it, so was this lady in the bookstore, a couple questions. So what was she wearing as her top? I, I'm assuming it was something that was, uh, it was fairly loose, and it was like one of those puffy top shirts, you know, that you you could pull it down and pull it out okay. quick. I guess that kind of. So thing. she had it. So it, it was a pull down thing, not a lift up your. No, it's but either a pull way, down. It, it's the same thing. Yeah, exactly. So sec second question: Which method of looking away did you use? Did you like? jerk your head violently away or did you like linger and then <laughs> well, and hopefully you didn't you didn't catch your eye or anything uh, no i think i did i just stared i went and sat down <laughs> on the chair across from her and i just looked her right in the eye to see which one would move first and of course i did so no, no i i i yeah i i looked away immediately because you know that's it's not my cup of tea no pun yeah. intended but it's, right it's <laughs> It just, it, you know, I, I did that. And it, people have to understand, you can make people uncomfortable when you do that. You know, it's like, it would be like me if 
if she were holding her baby just normally when I went in and I unbuckled my pants to tuck my shirt in, you know, and drop my trowel, you know, halfway down, tuck my shirt in <laughs> right. and put it back up, zip my pants up. That's, you know, why can't I do that? I'm not showing it. Yeah, we can try. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd go to jail if I did that. Uh, well, we'll have to ask. Uh, we haven't had Stacy or uh, Moses or whatever her other name is. We'll have to ask next time we have a female person on their thoughts on that um i'm sure they would probably say the same thing that we're saying yeah that, i would imagine know, it, that it would be inappropriate to do that but um i just i, I just thought it, it's the same thing as and, and i remember thinking this as i shot my head sideways and about broke my neck that <laughs> that it's the same thing as when i go into the apple store and there's that guy in there with a with the long hair and the dress on you know, I can't, I, I can't, if, I feel like if I'm looking at him, even semi-legitimately, everyone's thinking I'm staring at him because I'm going, you know, what is that? Which I did. I, you know, I did do that. And, uh, but, but, but again, it's not, it's not something I care to see when I'm going in to have my phone checked for something like that. It, it bothers me. Sorry. And it would bother everyone else too if they saw how ugly this guy was. It had oh. the the, uh, the dress on with the hair and lipstick. By the way, it had <laughs> yeah, a pig on a yeah. lipstick on a pig. I mean, think oh. of this, Mo. Think of this. You're getting ready for work, and you're in there. You know, you might be shaving. You probably have to shave, and then you, you get done shaving, and then you, you reach for the lipstick, and then you put the lipstick on your lips. It's got to be just right. You know, it's got to be on the lips, and you're doing that. Does that not trigger something in your brain? Unless it's Halloween. <laughs> oh, man. I think we talked about those powder puff football games back in the day when the girls would play and the guys would dress up as cheerleaders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was funny they, yeah. <laughs> because they were, they were doing it to be, to be funny when they did that. I had a friend that did do that, and, um, and it was funny, and then – after the game, they got their date and went to the dance, you know, with their right clothes on. Exactly. But, but that that stuff just is it. I mean, you know, when you look at a guy like that in Apple, that he's disturbed. I'm sorry. I don't care what anyone thinks. He's disturbed yep. to do something like that. Because I would, I would challenge anybody that's right-minded thinking to do that themselves. Day in and day out, not one time. Wear a dress for three weeks, wherever you go, and put lipstick on. <laughs> no, you wouldn't do it because he's disturbed. How old is this guy? Probably I would say he's probably in his late late twenties, maybe around thirty-ish. He doesn't look young. Uh, I'd, I'd say you know thirty, thirty-one, somewhere in there. You wonder what this this guy, if he'll still be dressing up like a woman when he's. You know, 40, 50, 60. Yeah. I guess if yeah. if that, what's his name, Biden's uh, secretary of whatever. Oh, Health and I Human Services. If, yeah. yeah. Although he, he didn't do that till he had been married and had a few kids, right? And then he decided he was much more fulfilled as a woman. And and speaking of his kids, they the three of them were posing for a picture once. And I swear to God, I thought it was a picture for Barnum and Bailey Circus. 
I mean, it was it was astonishingly gross. I mean, those those two things that were with him, I think they were girls. It, it they don't have a chance in life, not at all. You wonder wonder what his wife looked like. Oh my God! Oh, I I don't even want to. Oh, God! I gotta I gotta get a drink, a stiff, you know, something. That, oh, I can't even imagine. I mean, if he bred those things that were beside him, I mean, it had to be horrific. It's like Frankenstein. Really, it is. The only thing they're missing are those two little electrodes in their necks. Yeah, I'll have to look up that picture or maybe not. No, don't do that. I'll send it to you and you can Okay. You, you can you can go, oh my God, that's unbelievable. Hey, uh, you know, the G Man's really rough on the, the gay people and the lesbians and stuff like that. You know. I, I you know what? I, I I don't put up with stuff like that. I'm sorry. I don't. It's not right. It is mental and they need to be fixed. And I'm gonna say one more thing. I wasn't gonna I was gonna save this for another time. But I'll just pile on while I'm doing it. Uh, I was talking to a friend of mine who has a very good friend. And that very good friend was friends with this girl. All right. And she, the girl became bisexual. Then she became full lesbian. Then she married a lesbian. And then... She became a boy. Did you get that? So she was a girl. She she was a girl. She became bi. This girl's bi. Then she thought, oh, this is fun. I'll become a full lesbian. Okay. She became a full lesbian. All right. Got got enamored with this other girl that's a lesbian and married her. Okay. They got married. And then she decided... Uh, well, if we're going to be married, I'll be the boy. And she turned into a boy. She had an operation to turn into a boy. Now, I'm, I'm thinking about that as they're telling me this, and I'm thinking, what if that, what if that was your kid? What is, what is that thing's parents thinking when she does that? I mean, she's been all over the whole board with everything by doing that. What, what, what do, what do its parents? think of it after going through all that here here's what i'm thinking i'm thinking here's the conversation here's a hey how's you know because she was a girl to begin with hey how's tammy doing today no we'll use um we'll use uh sophia how's sophia doing today well you know she decided that she's gonna hook up with this girl what yeah she's gonna she's it's okay she's gonna hook up with a girl okay all right three months later well how's how's sophia doing with her girlfriend well she's she's decided that they're gonna get married what what they're gonna they're gonna what married yeah yeah she's she's gonna be a full-time lesbian now she's got nothing to do with boys oh man that's as they leave and are talking amongst themselves oh god that's horrible yeah it's terrible well they they go to the next month's uh, get together well how's how's sophie doing now well sophie's steve now what Steve, what do you mean? Well, Sophie, when she got, when it got married to this girl, she decided, well, somebody's got to be the guy. So she became the guy. And now she's Steve. 
And, and that's when the, the, the couple says, that's it, I'm done. I'm not around these people anymore. I can't, you know, what else is there? It's funny how you hear so many parents when there's a story like that in the news saying how they support and they still love their child and all that. And I just don't know if I could get there or not. I guess until you're in the situation, you can't say for sure. But I, man, I just don't, I just don't know. Because you know that Sophie, who is now going by Steve, is only doing so to take some of the shame and guilt off because that's, I guess, maybe a coping mechanism that if I look like a boy, people won't, you know, say anything if they see a guy and a girl together. I, I just don't, it's just a psyche that I can't wrap my head around. Well, you can't because they, they went all through every level of what went on there. And I'm sure there's, there's other it's out there that did the same thing. You know, they, they've gone from being a normal human being to, you know, questionable to not questionable anymore to, you know, to a science uh, project by doing that. I, I just, you know, like you, I don't, I, I don't know what I would do. I certainly, certainly wouldn't be telling anybody what happened with them. I would say that she's in a, she or he, uh, or whatever it is, uh, you know, went to Canada. And I haven't talked to him in a while. I'll let you know when I talk to him or whatever. And then, you know, n- never tell him what happened. I certainly wouldn't wouldn't go through the stages of that with, with what that is. That is that is so so out of the realm of correct thinking that I don't, I, I don't I don't even know what to say about it. Yeah, it's they just need uh mental and and or religious help of some sort because they're just lost in many ways yeah and again i say when i hear that i always think of the parents and i always give them an f for raising kids like that there's no way that that kid would have done what it did all the way through all that stuff if they had been raised correctly no way no way I don't care what anyone says. I'll find a fault in any parent that allows a kid to, to go through something like that. Oh, yep. That's, man, I, I've got nothing to add to that. How about this one? Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, this one's a little lighter. I'm going to go lighter now. The G-Man went, the G-Man went deep enough. Would you react to a car alarm? In other words, you're, in, you're coming out of the mall or a right. grocery store. And there's a car alarm going off. Would you run over to see what's going on and see if somebody's jimmy in the window or, or you know, the trunk lid or something like that? Or would you just go, oh, my God, you know, stop. <laughs> so not not just like the honk honk of. You know, it's like a, a, continuous, you know, me, 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 Okay. Me, you know, like a car alarm does. Right. Yeah. Would you. Would you look over there and, and go, what's going on? What's going on? You know, it's, why is that car like that? Or would you do like I do and go, oh, my God, just shut up. <laughs> Steal it and get out of here. I guess I would probably, out of instinct, turn my head toward the source of the sound, although you can't always tell where it's coming from. And maybe if I saw somebody 
I would at least have the possibility. I certainly wouldn't go up to the person and say, what's going on here? Because <laughs> they could I be don't. armed. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, that's a good question. If you, I mean, if you did actually see someone, like you say, having broke a window or jimmied the door or something like that, even if you were driving down the street and you knew your neighbors and you saw someone going into their house. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I would do. I, I guess, like you say, you know, you'd want to be careful about <laughs> approaching somebody brazen enough to steal, try to steal a car in public in daylight like that. Um, and if you were concerned enough about that car and the people, then you'd make call 911. But then yeah. again, then the cops come and the guy goes, hey, I left my keys in the car. I had to break the window, you know. It's, I don't know. It'd be interesting, like everything else, 40 years ago, what would have been the norm versus today? But I would imagine, in general, people would be much more likely to take action then as opposed to now. Right, right. They, they've just gone off too much uh, and, you know, too often to, to be concerned about anything that's being stolen. Uh, I mean, you know, the car or whatever. But... Um, while I was parking my car the other day, I on a broadcast we had a couple months back, I talked about that guy that played an amplified violin oh, in the yeah. target parking lot. Yep, with his, his family. Yeah, with his family. His wife was back with her amplified violin with amplified music accompanying her violin. So it was kind of like a band playing with just her there with a violin and her little little daughter off to the side for, you know, for extra effect. And, and I thought, uh, you know, I was watching people as they were coming in and out. They weren't paying attention. I thought, could somebody please call the township and tell them never to show up and do that again? I mean, I, I know that they don't have any permit to do it. They're just doing it. I, I even, I even, I think I said last time, I said, I even it crossed my mind to go over and say, I'll give you 20 bucks if you pack up and leave. Just get <laughs> yeah, out wonder. of here. Yeah. Get your music and go somewhere else. I guess whether they did or not would tell you a lot about how successful they were. If they <laughs> thought that was a, yeah, that was a big, they, oh, 20 bucks. I'm yeah. gone. Yeah. yeah. Thank God. Do you ever, when you're in like a, a like a big city where there's people not panhandling but playing a guitar or whatever, you know, for tips? Never. Do you ever never tip them? Never, never. If I see them doing that with their guitar box open or something, I'll go on the other side of the street even to really? get away from them. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Even if I, they're really good. <laughs> Well, there was this guy once, his name was John Lennon, and he was playing the guitar. And I, I said, man, you you know, you got a great voice, but, you know, get off the street. Go play a stadium or something. And uh, no, I, I do not. I do not give. I do not give money to any bums at any time. I did, as I said, give that guy my leftovers when I left right. the restaurant in Sacramento. But that's it. Because huh. I didn't really want to eat it anyway, so. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't think I've me. ever, uh, I don't know that I would cross the street, but I don't think I've ever given money into a musician's uh, kitty. But it's, 
a lot of people do, so more power to them. What do you think on a totally different subject? It seems like every Christmas, just like every Halloween, they have a seasonal movie about Santa. You know, they've had the good ones, the classic Christmas story and A Wonderful Life and all this. And then they have like that one, I think it was called Bad Santa with, oh, yeah. I forgot who, who the actor was. But I saw an ad for one. It's called, instead of Silent Night, it's called Violent Night. And it looks like... <laughs> It looks like a hardcore horror movie about basically a Santa vigil vigilante that just goes around killing people. Bad and, people though, or good people? I think I think bad people, but it, I don't know who would go, A, who would dream up such a sick movie and then what kind of audience it draws. That's true. Is it? Is, did you know if it's going to go in the theaters or if it's just streaming? Uh, yeah, I, I'll have to look and see. I think it was theaters, but I don't know. I it just, I guess they they probably thought of that clever name, Violent Night, and then maybe they built it around that. I'm sure they probably did, and and it would be easy enough to do with uh, yeah. the sickness that there is out there. That that brings a, a point with me that nothing nothing is really moral anymore. I mean, you got the Hallmark Channel, but all these movies are so freaking dark. And, and, and like you say, how do they come up with this stuff that, uh, that they have with these? It's usually a horror thing or something yep. that's very depressing, uh, nothing uplifting. Um, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I, I was just thinking how many movies I think I have seen in the theater this year. And it's certainly not many. How many do you usually see in a year in a theater? Zero. Really? Really. I The last one I saw was like three years ago. Oh, really? So you didn't even go see Top Gun? No, I'll see it on TV. That was definitely a movie, a theater movie. But yeah, I, I've maybe seen three or four. I mean, I used to go to probably not one a week, but at least at least 20 a year in, in the theaters. But yeah, I don't think in the last, and I don't even know that COVID really had much to do with it. I think it's just more of the quality of the... What'd you say? Oh. Did you about, say Kung uh, Flu? Yeah, Kung oh, Flu. okay. Sorry. Kung flu. That's right. <laughs> Moment of weakness. Yeah. So you're not going to run out and see the new Avatar I thought that was just a remake of the same one. No. <laughs> the Way of the Water or something like that. I don't oh. know what it's called. Did you see Avatar? I saw... Yeah, I did see Avatar. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I they was, said that was the most amazing movie in the world or something. Was it? It was I mean it was very impressive especially the first time. I mean the story was okay but it was it was definitely groundbreaking in terms of visuals and everything but it's one of those I don't know. I haven't seen it in many years and I don't know how well it ages and it's interesting that it's basically James Cameron the director he hasn't I mean, he's done a lot since then, but he hasn't made any movies, and that's been like 12 years. So that is an investment in time, and he's, I think, going to make three more or something like that. So we'll see how they do. That That is an interesting thing to see how they're going to do, because after the first one, as in Toy Story and those kind of things, after the first one, the, the next ones are like, oh, yeah, there they are. 
that's you know it's to me anyway uh the first yeah. one was fabulous I, I loved that one but the other ones i saw two and okay I, I just you know it's like oh it's the same crap you know <laughs> uh, i i don't need to see this again what would get you into a movie theater um uh probably the time i you know i've i've been fairly when top gum came out i i didn't really have much time yeah um, to run over there and see it till it left the movie theaters but if i had you know a couple of days and and i wasn't doing anything i i might consider going to see a movie but then again i'm thinking all the movies except top gun have been right. you know pretty mediocre so yeah. uh, so I, if they if if you could hand pick the new james bond would you go see that um I don't know. Is Daniel Craig going to be in it again? No, he's he. That this last one was his last one. It was his last. And so who's going to be the new one? They don't know yet. Oh. They haven't picked him yet. Okay. Um, <clears throat> possibly, depending on if they keep going as dark as they do with James. Oh Bond. yeah, you had mentioned that. Right. Yeah. Because I I liked the little bit of the campiness of the, you know, even with uh, Sean Connery. Uh, right. Some of it was, uh, he was kind of like a Clint Eastwood, James Bond yeah. type thing. Yeah. With his, with his stuff. And um, I like that. I like that stuff. The last one I saw, which I don't know which one it was, the one before this last one. Okay. I, it's like, I, I've had enough of that. It's, yeah. It's too, there's nothing funny in it at all. So, and speaking of Bad Santa, I was in a, I was in a, uh, one of the bigger retailers and walking through, following my wife, because I had to do it. Yeah. Um, and I went through the ornament section and I saw that there were some black Santa ornaments. Nice. Is Did there, you get a couple? Is there, a, yeah, my whole tree's decorated with them. You know, what else can they, uh, I'm waiting for a white uh. Luther King. All right. Well, that is another glorious hour. Hard to believe. And with Thanksgiving coming up, G-Man, do you want to toss out some Thanksgiving thanks? Yeah, I'd like to thank the Lord above and beyond and right here beside me for getting rid of uh, Pelosi. I, I'm, okay. I'm so glad that she's gone. And um, I, I thank him for that. And I'm going to thank him for these elections that are going to occur that are going to allow the right people to win and move on from there. All right. Sounds like a great way to end. Everyone have a good Thanksgiving, and we will be back next week with more of The Right Angle. That was easy. <laughs>